I know who I am in Christ. I am righteous. I'm washed. I'm sanctified and justified. I'm chosen, holy, and dearly loved. I could go on and on because my identity is in Christ. And because I have my identity in Him, I know there are also many things which I possess. 1 John 1.9 tells me I have forgiveness of sin in Christ. It says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Forgiveness. Talk about something that affects humanity from every angle. Well, forgiveness is it. If we don't have it, we'll lose our soul. But if we don't also give forgiveness away, our soul will slowly decay as well. Sounds almost like a contradiction, doesn't it? If we need it so badly, then once we get a hold of forgiveness, why would we ever want to give it away? Well, this week as we memorize our verse, we're going to talk about just that. 1 John 1.9 is actually a popular verse among Christians, so you've probably heard it before. In fact, you may have actually already memorized it. If that's the case, don't take a break this week. Instead, press in even deeper and ask the Holy Spirit to show you something new. I did that, and I'm anxious to share with you what the Lord revealed to me. See, lately, as I've been dealing with some challenges in my own life, God has been speaking to me a lot about forgiveness. I've realized that I still have much to learn and experience. So this week when we arrived at 1 John 1, 9, I said, Lord, I know this verse, you know I do, but I know I still have much to learn about forgiveness. Do you have something new you want to show me? Well, his answer was that two passages came to mind and he really began to teach me some things. First, there's the parable of Jesus that you've probably heard before too, but let me summarize it for you. In Matthew 18, 22 through 35, Jesus tells the story of a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. One servant was brought to him who owed him an astronomical amount of money. The number that Jesus uses implies that his debt that the service had, would he would never have been able to repay. So in desperation, the servant fell down before this king and he begged him for patience. Somehow he knew he could strive to find a way to repay the king. But seeing the servant before him, the king knew that he could not repay the debt. He knew he would never be able to repay. And he was moved with compassion. And he decided that he would forgive him this huge debt. Amazing! However, this same servant went out and found a fellow servant who owed him just a small amount of money, maybe about a day's wage. Well, he seized him and demanded he repay the debt, but the servant couldn't repay it. And, and this servant begged his friend for forgiveness, but there was none to be found. So the friend threw him in prison until he could pay the debt. And when the king heard about this, he called this first servant to him and he sharply rebuked him, saying, I forgave you all that debt because you entreated me. Should you not also have had mercy on your fellow slave, even as I had mercy on you? Well, hold that thought. And then let's look at this second parable of the two debtors. This is something else that the Lord showed me. Jesus tells this parable in the context of a conversation that he has with Simon. Simon is a proud religious man and he's annoyed and irritated when Jesus allows a sinful woman to anoint him with costly perfume. So in Luke 7, 41-42, Jesus asks Simon a question. He says, A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other just 50. When they were unable to repay, he graciously forgave them both. Which one of them, therefore, will love him more? Well, Simon answered, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. Jesus affirmed his answer as correct. 
and he goes on to affirm the woman's offering toward him. Later in the passage, he speaks to Simon of of the woman, and he says, I say to you, her sins which are many have been forgiven, for she loved much, but he who is forgiven little loves little. What's the point? Well, through both of these parables, the point is very clear. When one receives forgiveness, one will respond. In the first parable, when one receives forgiveness, we see one will respond in forgiveness toward others. In the second parable, we see that when one receives forgiveness, one will respond in gratefulness to the one who forgave him. In fact, the more they are forgiven, the stronger the response will be. That being the point, how does it relate to our passage this week which says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Well, let's put ourselves in the place of the servant in the first parable who couldn't repay. We're just like him. We can't repay our debt to the King of Kings, to God Almighty. No way, never. Our debt of sin is way too big. But in compassion and mercy through Christ, the King, God, has made peace with us. Out of the riches of His grace, as we fall before Him and we confess our sin to Him, He's faithful and He's righteous and He forgives us our debt. Praise God. And in relating to the second parable, we've certainly been forgiven much. In Christ, I have received forgiveness, and I know I have been forgiven more than I could even ever express. So, we definitely can see ourselves in these parables, right? And as we see our place in each of them, and as we know the point of each of them, then we just have to ask the question, how are we responding? Are we responding in forgiveness toward others who owe us a much smaller debt? Are we responding in gratefulness toward Jesus for the forgiveness he has given us? Now here's why I believe the Lord brought this all up to me. See, forgiveness of sin is one of the most basic teachings in the Christian faith. Ask any Christian, no matter how mature, and most understand about the forgiveness of sin in Christ. Forgiveness of sin is what we are memorizing about this week in 1 John 1.9. But the Lord challenged me this week and that I believe he showed me these parables as a litmus test of my own possession. Do I just know about forgiveness or have I really received it? See, if I've really received it, well, then I'm going to be responding. First, I'll respond in forgiveness toward others. In other words, as I have received forgiveness, I will be quick to also give it away. Well, I have to check my heart and my life on that. Is that what is really happening? Or am I really withholding forgiveness for things even though I have been given it? And second, responding in gratefulness to the one who gave me forgiveness. In other words, as I have received forgiveness, I will respond in gratitude and worship, loving Jesus back with much because I've been forgiven much. I have to check my heart and my life on that too. Is that what is really happening? Is my worship of Jesus rich and full or sparse and dry? As a believer, forgiveness is huge. It means everything. Without it, our soul would be lost. We have to have it. But once we get it, we have to give it away too. In fact, giving forgiveness away really reveals if we ever have it or not. Well, why is that? Well, because just as these parables reveal, if we really receive the forgiveness poured out upon us, we can't turn around and withhold it from anyone else. And we can't help ourselves from worshiping the one who gave it to us. This is challenging, but I do believe it's a litmus test for us. Maybe we need to do some business with God about how we are responding to his forgiveness that has been freely given to us. 
Maybe we need to come face to face with the reality of how much we've been forgiven. And here's the beauty of doing business with God. When we allow his word to speak to us and we maybe realize we fall short, what does our verse this week tell us? If we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It tells us he will continue to be the faithful and righteous God we've always known him to be, still pouring out his forgiveness upon us. According to the word of God, we have forgiveness in Christ. And since we have it, our response should be to give it away and to willingly and openly be grateful to the one who gave it to us. In Christ, we possess forgiveness of sin. We receive it and we give it away. It's the flow of life for the believer.